Welcome to episode 13 of the Slide Area. We cover all things slide guitar here and interview uh, popular contemporary slide guitarists. I'm your host, Ed Patterson. Um, we're back uh, with another episode sort of uh, continuing in our Irish theme. I got the uh, pleasure to interview Ariel Posen of the Brothers Landreth, who happened to be, uh, he had just moved to Ireland and I was in London, so we somehow pulled it off. We had some technical difficulties with the phone company and dropouts and uh, electromagnetic interference. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you, but we somehow pulled it off and I hope you'll stick with it because Ariel's just fantastic and it was a real treat to talk to him and he has a lot to add to the uh, conversation. So uh, here we go, Ariel Posen. Thanks again for doing this. All right on, my pleasure. So when you first started playing, did you play in standard tuning first like everybody else and do that for a while before you like picked up slide and did you play when you did pick up slide did did you play it in standard before switching to open tunings how did that work for you oh yeah oh yeah i started in standard and i uh never really took it seriously until there was a couple specific players i started listening to and i didn't even think i never even realized that if you change the tuning it, it, it accommodates the slide playing even better so once i got into those specific players and artists kind of changed things for me and I, I just put some more time into it and got really acquainted and comfortable with the open tunings. And then since then, um, I, I actually, like right now I'm, I'm in a position where I, I only have one electric with me at the moment. All my guitars are back home. I was only, <laughs> I was only able to bring one and it was a, I guess kind of a Strat style guitar where if you, you know, even if you go to drop D, you got a with a floating bridge, you, you got to retune it. So I keep it in standard most of the time, and I like I like playing slides in standard and in um, and in open because it's two completely different uh, beasts, so to speak. So when you're in open, are you in like? Because of the D is hard, is open G like your main thing or? No, no, I actually do more of like a standard open, like open E, open D, open C. It's just like an open major chord, like one, five, one, three, five, one. I've never messed around with open G. That's the whole world, I don't know. Well, it's only, it's not, I, I, I'm sure everyone's told you this because I did the same thing in the beginning and it took me, it took me a while to migrate to open G. I actually keep, one guitar in open G and one in open D, you know? Um, yeah. But it's not that different. It just moves everything over one. It's not that different at all, but I think the guys I was listening to were all in open E and open D flat and like script and just the same intervals, just different keys. And that sounded really nice to my ears. And I like those tunings because all the chords you play become more like piano voicing, like fuller fuller chord voicings than standard guitar voicings some of the times I find right um, and, and then with the slide it just made it yeah it just makes more sense with the slide obviously um, 
Yeah. And she put some time into it. And who were the guys you were listening to that you got that from? Well, the, the first, first one that, I mean, I, I know you listen to slide guitar. I'm 30 and I've been playing, I don't know, for like, oh, just, just over the last 20 years. And I was always listening to, I'd hear a lot of stuff that, um, had a lot of slides, but I never thought much about it. And then I heard um, a guy who's from Canada named Kevin Bright, and he's a he's a session guy, but he used to play with Nora Jones and Sandra Wilson, Katie Lang, recorded on everyone's records and has his own band and his own project. And he just had something about his style and his feel, and in these open tunings, open D, open E, open whatever, but all with the same intervals, where he would play a beautiful single note slide, but he would slide lots of chords, and he would slide, he would do a lot of, like, play the slide and play behind the slide with his fingers, and stuff like that. Kind of like, I guess, Sunny does that same stuff, but this is very different, in a, in a, in a way that spoke to me much more. Like, I never even really got into Sonny. I, uh, I've seen him play, and he's amazing, but I couldn't tell you a single Sonny record or song just because I've never gotten into him. Right. So it was him, you know, it was Derek Trucks, um, you know, Ry Cooter, classic, right? Um, I don't know, I mean, there's a lot of old stuff, like some of the old, like George Harris and stuff, whether it was with the Beatles or some of those stuff. There's some really tasty, uh, tasty slide playing from that era. Um, and then, yeah, like Robbie McIntosh is a bunch of bunch of dudes who are really in the spotlight that really have an amazing voice on the slide that really kind of catch my ear. And there's Blake Mills now who's who's become extremely popular in the last few years and he's really got his own voice and he's inspiring everybody in a different direction he was really uh, he was inspired heavily by Rod Cooter but he's really put his own stamp on it who's this now? Blake Mills he's, he's producing records for Alabama Shakes or John Legend or doing his own record he like, works with everybody it's crazy and so how many, how long did it take you from when you switched from standard to open tunings? Like how long did it take you um, to feel comfortable before like you could go out and play on stage with it? Well, hilariously enough, it was kind of, I just did the opposite because it's always different when you're playing at home and playing on stage. So it took, it, took, you know, it took me a while to get really comfortable, but I forced, I just forced myself to do it. So I would take the open tuning guitar on the gig as my only guitar and force myself, you know, not on every gig, but gigs that I kind of had in the bag or was a bit more comfortable with. I just took that and uh, forced myself to play in that tuning, even if I wasn't playing slide the whole time, just to, to really learn that tuning I would just take it on any gig and uh, play the gig that I knew in standard and just force myself to do it in, in open and 
by doing that, it really, it really helps because now I pick up a guitar in standard and I look at it. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all guitar. Um, but I, I pick up the standard guitar and it's like, okay, cool. And then I pick up the open and I'm just in that, I'm just in that mindset. I, I never, they never really get confused. They're just two separate parts of my brain, but with one goal and that's just guitar. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And you felt comfortable with, of, the, with the cording and all? Like to yeah, just jump in? I mean, it took time. It took time. Because, I mean, yeah. obviously it would, the single note stuff might, might seem easier to some people, but with open... Um, you know, this is one of the conversations I had with Sonny because I got thrown into a gig once where I had to play a jazz gig in open. Oof. Yeah. I don't pity that. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, the chords, the chord stuff takes a while because it's just a, it's just like a skill. It's really just learning. If you're learning vocabulary or a language, it's learning some new slang. Like oh well you, you you know this this major second chord that you already know here's the you know here's another way of doing it it's the same chord but now you got to do it this way and then and then it keeps going and I I'll be the first one to say I am not a master of open tuning I don't know every single voice thing that there is I know a lot of the chords um, but I haven't gone as deep be like, okay, I got to hit standard. I'm extremely comfortable and I've put so much time into learning all the chord shapes, as many as I can. And they're just like knowing the, knowing the neck inside and out. With open, I've, I've put a lot of time in, but not nearly as much um, as standard. And a big reason is I just like the sound of specific chords and open tuning and you know, it's nice to throw a capo on with the open tuning and just continue using a lot of the same voicing. That being said, I'm I'm comfortable without the capo as well and and using more of the, the bar shapes and open tuning because they all sound really nice. They no do. matter what you're going for. They really do. It's uh, you know, sometimes I like to by accident just do the fingerings that we already know and standard and open just to get those different voicings that that creates, you know, Um, because you're just like, Oh yeah, well, what if I played a C shape, (laughs) you know? And of course, if you play a C shape, you know, if you, if you take the ring finger off, that is a chord in, in open tuning, um, depending on where you are vertically. Um, But once you add that, third finger <laughs> changes everything. Oh, then it becomes mayhem. It becomes mayhem. Yeah, if you that like a C shape, if you move your fingers down a string, not down a fret, but just down a string, so you're on the fifth and third string, that's, a, that's like the tastiest uh, add nine four chord that you could play if you're in, you know, the open tonic, it's your open um, key when you, when you strum the guitar without just open. Exactly. It's a really nice four chord with the add nine. I know. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, it's one of my favorite things. Um, That's what I'm talking about. Like those chords, like those kind of voices and those chords, they just sound so good that it makes you want to, rather than figure out how to do it, it just makes you want to 
figuring out how to do them. And you can do them anywhere on the guitar. You just, you know, fret one finger and do the same thing. Um, but having that anywhere on the guitar with the capo just sounds so brilliant to me. Um, it sounds so nice. So that's a big reason why uh, the fact that the capo thing, I, I really like it with open tuning. Yes. And I like it with open standard tuning, too. I used to be very anti-capo until I realized that I was being stuck up for, for no reason at all, and it was hindering um, all the opportunity that I could be doing musically with a capo, you know what I mean? I'm with you, man. Too, too good for a capo. <laughs> I'm not one of those guys. I think that whole thing is silly. Um, you know, yeah, just, it you know, cause it changes the voicing, it changes the tonality, it changes the tension, of course, all these things. It's kind of a cool, I love it. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not afraid to throw capo on I'm, you know, and you know, maybe a lot of that comes from being in Nashville where, you know, back in the day they had the, the Nashville tuned guitar, right? Um, the high yeah. string thing. So you know, if you're if you're judicious about where you put the capo and you're and you're judicious about your fingering and what voicing you choose, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of I listen to everything. I love I love everything. I, mean, I really actually love bluegrass as well. And, uh, you know, folk traditional stuff and so much of that stuff is same chord shapes. Like, you know, you can either play in G or D shapes. Uh, or C shapes, really. You really rarely playing anything else, and you put this curved capo on in any place, and I think it's just so rad. You really build a voice just by sticking to the shapes that you sound like yourself on, and it shows better than recreating something that you don't have to without using that capo, like the capo in this sense. Exactly. Exactly. So how many hours a day were you practicing slide? Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm always, I, I was probably just always messing around, playing. Um, I don't know how many hours. I, I mean, some days were probably a few hours. Some days was probably a few minutes. Right. Some days maybe none. Right. Um, uh, and I don't really practice either. Like my practicing is just playing. Yeah. I, I just I like to play the songs or just play. I don't I don't put the metronome on and practice scales up and down and stuff like that. Um, so I just always play. Like so, I never really thought about it as practicing. Put the guitar on and just start noodling around and playing for a while, and then you just go from there. Then um, let's talk about. Um strings and setup and stuff like um you know most slide players their their actions a little higher um and they they're using heavier gauge strings how how are you handling that situation oh yeah well um i didn't realize how important that was first until i I first did it and oh my god this is actually so much easier why didn't i do this before because you know i when I first started playing slide and, and in my mind starting to take it seriously, I would just play with 11 like I normally was. And that, and that usually works. But on certain guitars, um, it can still feel light. And if your setup isn't right, then you'll have a really hard time. And um, 
eventually, I uh, yeah, I started messing around with heavier strings. And these days, I uh, I like playing with 11s if I'm in standard or uh, or open. Um, and like I said, I'm kind of limited right now. But when I have a bunch of guitars at my disposal, I will like to. Um, I have like a couple guitars that I have strung up with 14s, 14 to like 58 or something like that. And then um, I have a Telecaster that has 19 to 62 gauge strings. And that's an open C, and that just sounds gigantic and feels great for slides. Um, the guy who I play in a band with. Doing, doing a similar thing. I think he does 16 to 62, you know, for all that slide stuff. But it, just, it, it makes your guitar sound huge and fat, but it doesn't sound like a baritone, where it sounds like a, almost like a bass. Right. You know how those old band electrodes are sound so good, but, you know, it almost gets into bass territory. Right. Right. So, yeah, um, heavier strings for sure. Um, and set up a I'm little higher fun. then, too, yeah? single note stuff with bending with, with the 1962 is very uh, very hard I can do it but it's not doesn't sound not very good in it. it's meant for it's meant for slide it's meant for character playing more odd stuff than, than your standard freedom than like the freedom you would normally have from being in standard tuning or open tuning with a layer gauge I guess since you're stuck with one guitar now um, it might actually force you to get a certain a certain touch or deftness uh, you don't have to, cause you can't dig in as hard as the 19 to 62 or, uh, something. Totally, man. Totally. I've, yeah. I've, t- I've totally had to get used to that. Um, I do, I get, I get my strings from this company in Nashville actually. And they do, they do a lot of custom gauges and that's where that heavy gauge comes from. They do that. But for, for this guitar, I have it's uh I have 11s but it's more of a heavier bottom like they're 11s but it's like 11 I don't know what this what it usually is if it's 11 14 who knows like other than the 11 like other than the high E and the B string everything is slightly heavier like chunkier than your usual size for 11s and it's it just it's I, I got it reset up and it, I don't even think twice about it now if I probably put a regular Set of 11s on that guitar would feel way too light. But I'd eventually like to, depending on the guitar, of course, I'd like to give heavier gauge strings a try just for my standard playing, maybe go to 12s. I have really thin, long fingers. I don't have strong strong man fingers at all, so I don't know that I could do it, but I love the sound of heavier strings. Obviously, that's just a (laughs) no-brainer. They always sound better. I can tell you, I can tell you, I've been using 12s since the beginning of my career on all of my regular guitars. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was using 13s on my acoustics just because it sounds so much better. Um, Oh, yeah. But, and then with my slides, I'm basically using 14s, like 14 to 62 or something like that. Um, but, you know, you, you, you say you can't get used to the 12s, but you probably could. The, you know, an interesting thing, this might um, 
be useful to you because you're using 11s. But um, the other day, you know Jeremy Spencer from the original Fleetwood Mac? Right, yeah. Right, he was the slide guy. And so I was. Mm-hmm. In, he lives in Ireland. Um, and, oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he lives on the West Coast. And um, I, to- I talked to him last week and he, and I, this is a big duh moment, but he sets up his own guitars and he used to use 11s. Now he's down to like 10s. And I'm like, how the hell do you use 10s on slide? And he's like, he's like, well, I set up my own slide guitars so that the, 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 the higher strings are higher and that the bass strings are lower. Right, right. So he was like, now it's really hard to do if you only have one guitar, but he was, um, he was like, you know, but he does use mainly one guitar now. And, um, so he's like, you know, I have to have a little bit of sponginess from the, the higher three strings, but the lower bass three strings, I've got them lower because I don't have to dig in as hard as those. And I don't want to press too hard. Um, you know, to get what I want out of him, whether because you know he switches between slide and 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 using the other three fingers, and um, and I was like, yeah. oh, that that's pretty brilliant. You know, that would be a way to like if you're using lighter strings to get around some certain issues. For sure, for sure. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know that that would work for everybody because every as you were saying, like. Everyone's sensitivity and their touch is so different, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, everyone's different. Exactly. Different thing. That's a, but that's the, that's the best example of making it work for you. you know? How about slides? Um, what are you using? Glass, um, metal, brass? How, how's that working for you? Um, I currently use brass. Um, I, I originally, like most people, start playing slides don't know shit all about slide and they just take whatever they think looks cool or whatever is the first slide they see and they start playing on it and it's like okay cool and no one realizes that the song is wrong or or not I think that's a huge part that people don't, never think of um, and I've played them all I've played glass you know nice warm ceramic very warm too not as much steel um, but brass I really really resonates for me. I, I know it's not as warm as glass and ceramic, but it's just it's got that bite. So I use a company called Rock Slide out of uh, Spokane, Washington. And I have I actually have my own model. I have my own signature model. And um, I play on my pinky, and it's, it's quite small. It's the pinky knife. And it's got a ball tip end, um, which I had never used prior. Um, but this guy Danny, who makes the company, who makes these slides, whenever we were on tour on the Northwest, you know, we'd always stay with him on Seattle or Vancouver or, you know, Idaho, somewhere in Idaho, near, anywhere nearby. And, you know, it's like slide heaven at his place. So one of the times we were there, he just like opened up his room and just used like hundreds of slides and he said, check out these ball ones. Thing I'm working on, I immediately really, really, really liked it because it just felt good on the, the top of the slide. You wouldn't shred out like you normally would, 
not cheating, but because of its roundness, because of the roundness on the top, you really get the best out of any string that it's touching, which I really like. And it just felt good. And the size is perfect. It's, again, for what for what I need, it's perfect. And I, I've had a lot of people who have bought that slide and said, hey man, this is awesome for me too. And I'm, that makes me happy to hear, but I in no way go to people and say, you need this slide because this is the only, you know, like, absolutely not, because that's not how it works. But <laughs> your skinny pencil fingers, long fingers, dudes like me, might might be good. I've been using the rock slide stuff, I want to say, the last four years, coming up on five years. And before that, I would just use, you know, whatever, like a Dunlop or whatever I saw. I never thought twice about it, about the actual slide. Well, the rounded tip sounds to me like it makes a lot of sense, where it has just a little rounded part there, because... Um, I'm I'm using a rock slide half of the time as well. I got I guess it's the standard model that he has where it's the square on top, right? It's just like the square thing and then like the tapered bottom kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, great. Yeah, the cuz I have a really skinny I have skinny fingers like you, you know. Um mm-hmm. but if it had like you know, maybe a t- a hair more on top and it was a little more rounded boy that would be awesome but you should try you should try one out with the rounded top it might really suit your fancy um do you, do you play on your pinky or your ring finger or my, middle finger my pinky okay yeah i mean i'm not not that i'm trying to put my influence on you but what works for you might not work for others and vice versa but that really that really opened opened the door for me it made, made things a lot easier that, my, the first rock but I think I had was the, the medium standard brass and when I first got it compared to the Dunlop stuff I was using like, this is fantastic holy crap and then I used that for about a year or two years not realizing that I was struggling <laughs> with it and then I tried the small size and like oh my god it all came together yeah yeah me too me too I'll, I'm gonna definitely check that out because um it's a it's a you know a, it's a very curious thing how like the smallest change in a slide can make a huge difference for some people. Um, you know, I was using a socket wrench, a little socket. It worked for me because I had it cut down at a machine shop, so it wasn't so big. Um, Lowell George style. Yeah. yeah, and it really like the heft of it is is really nice, but of course. With the heft comes weight, right? So <laughs> you can't. Totally. It's like it's no wonder Lowell wasn't playing fast. <laughs> yeah. But but I love sure. it because I can bend, you know, at the knuckle because I had it cut down and everything. Um, and it sounds great, but you know, when I tried the, I guess I guess the dude at Rockslide had somebody come around to meet with me and. He knew, um, you know, because I had done an interview for TV or something, and and uh, and he sent me some slides, and and that was a whole nother, you know, just that subtle little thing with the notch and the taper. Boy, that had a a nice effect, right? Um, Absolutely. So it's it's a very, you know, that would that's a good thing for 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 younger slide guys to mess around with. I think, you know. Um, because if you can get very frustrated 
And that was the whole purpose of writing the book. You know, it can get very frustrating if you're a younger player, for instance. You know, I had been playing for years, so, you know, I, I knew that nothing was going to come easy anyway. <laughs> I'm sure there right. I'm sure there are people that just pick it up and fall out of the cradle and sound brilliant, but you know, my experience was it was going to take a little a little work. Um yeah. So, you know, but um and uh how about uh you know so you're using a strat and right now anyway and <clears throat> um you have a cooter caster so like the strat style i guess suits you pretty well Yeah i mean i'm not super monogamous with guitars um i think my my number one which i don't know why i left at home is my and again i've only been here for 2 months so I'll be bringing more stuff as I as I come and go, um, but my my number one is a, is a 335 I have, and that feels very homely um, for me. Just that with, like every touch of a knob and twist of this and that, I just know exactly what I'm going to get sonically, and it's perfect. Um, but straps were my first guitar ever, and I love that. I'm just used to that. Um, right. Why did I bring that for my like? this first time here no reason I just that's just what I went for um, um, it's a sir actually it's not a fender strat I do have fenders and I, I mean, you know it's nothing quite like a quite like an actual strat but these, these things are great um, yeah. yeah I play a little of everything I, I, back home I I'm, I'm not like I don't I don't give myself a title of like I'm a Strat guy. I'm right. a Les Paul guy. Right. I'm an everything guy. It's all about the right sound for the right situation. Um, and I, I, I really don't believe it's actually been tough having one guitar because I've been fortunate to have a lot of work so far and, you know, digging around here and a lot of different styles of music and that kind of guitar doesn't quite cut it for everything. Um, so I've always... I've always been a believer as in, uh, of, you know, each guitar has its purpose and one actually does not do it all, in my opinion. I was going to ask, um, uh, just to end on a note of like, just to round it out, what about amps and pedals? Well, pedals is a long, never-ending stretch. I, I use and have used so many different pedals. So many, so many, so many. <laughs> um... Actually, there's a, there's a lot of good UK um, companies I've been I've been using lately, um, which you should actually check out if you if you know that you're close to them. There's this guy Thorpey, Ethan Thorpe, that makes these great, does some nice overdrives and fuzz pedals. Origin Effects guys, they do really nice compressors, which yeah. I've, I've never you know I've never put a lot of time into compressors, but now I'm I'm getting back into it. These guys are really great. Yeah, I, I I don't really use modulation effects anymore. It's mainly just overdrives in different colors, delay mm. and trim. Amplifiers, I've, I've just always been, I always come back to Fender blackface style amps. <clears throat> Tried a bunch of the boutique stuff and it's all great, but I always keep coming back to Fender. And currently out here I have a uh, Victory V40, which is also a UK company. Um, I think they used to do Cornford, same guys that used to do 
Hornford amps. If you nice. saw those. And, and, and the V40, the one I have, is like Bender, blackface voice as well. 40 watt kind of thing. Sounds really nice. Takes pedals really well. Yeah. And again, with amps and pedals, I am not monogamous. I have some favorites, but I'm always changing the sound like we all do. Yeah. Constantly changing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I really appreciate you spending some time with me, man. I'm, I'm sorry it went on a little long, but uh, we got into My it. My pleasure, man. Thank you so much for help. I answered everything enough for what you need. Yes, Ariel, you did have a lot to add, and you did cover all my questions. Thanks so much again for being part of the slide area episode 13. A lot more coming up in the coming months. I have dozens and dozens of interviews I have yet to get to. So please stay tuned and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or whatever it is you listen to your music. And I hope you'll uh, pose some feedback and questions of your own that we'll get to in the forthcoming episode. So thanks again for tuning in. Ed Pedersen signing off for the slide area.